Blog Talk Radio. to the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. Okay, hope everyone had a nice holiday. Those of you that are located in the United States celebrated the Thanksgiving holiday um, and didn't eat turkey or any other meat. We always promote a vegetarian Thanksgiving. um, And, you know, it's a terrible time of year when the slaughter of turkeys is... is, uh, you know, there's a great increase. And it's, you know, the fact that a turkey has become emblematic of Thanksgiving is really sick, actually, given the fact that, you know, turkey is not a mascot. It's usually eaten on the holidays. So um, anyway, that's my two cents about that. We do have a caller in the queue, 205 area code. We're going to get to you in just a moment. But first, want to let others know how to reach us today. Uh, the phone number nine one four three three eight zero one six four, and you may follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked under our Blog Talk Radio profile. And I think I might call it is is this? Did I get it right? Yes. Hi, uh, Neil. Hi, Kristen. How are you? Are, are you two eight seventy three? Um, two six seventy three. Ah, I was close. Okay, two six seventy three. Yeah. But you're compounded twenty eight ten one. I didn't do the math. Well, I was close. But anyway, hi. Hi. Oh, I don't really know where to start. It's just um, I love. I will say I love the music that you play each um time. You know, um, right before you come on, it's very beautiful. Um, so I was enjoying that. Um, but I guess I just would like to know how, um, what, how will this year, the uh, um, Spirit have any messages moving into the new year for me um, financially and, um, and also, um, in my um, love life, because uh, I, 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 all the other stuff that I have going, it's so mess, it's so much that's going on. I just, I'm just trying to detour from it. It's just, I just, oh yeah, it's, yeah, she's twenty-eight twenty-one. Go ahead, Patricia. Yeah, it's um, I don't. 
I just don't know what, what what's going on. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm sort of overwhelmed, you know. I, um, you know, when you first called, I just, I picked up turmoil in your love life. So I thought you'd mentioned that. Then you talked about finances. So, I, I mean, there's, other, there's multiple things going on, but it sounds like that is correct. You've got some drama going on with your well, romantic and, life. And am I, well, yeah, probably, well, love life, I don't have one. Uh, you know, it's oh, basically been, okay. right, it, it's, it's kind of like the same, you know, um, I've been dating here and there, just really have not um, found anyone who tends to um, grab my attention for a long-term relationship, um, and then maybe I'm just too busy with the rest of my life, um, you know, um, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure if, you know, maybe some of the guys that I've dated may have been qualified, but because it seems like so much um, I'm needed in other areas of my life, um, I'm just ready for things to be calm again, and I don't know when that's going to happen. It seems like since 2020, it's been like a turbulent, um, I don't know, ocean or something. The waves just keep coming, the water, it's just so much. Oh right. So, I mean, maybe drama wasn't the right word, turmoil in your love life. So the the drama is the fact that you're not finding someone to settle down with, essentially. Right. I'm, 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 I'm dating and, uh, and they just don't seem to, you know, fit the bill. Um, or, or is it that I've just got so much other uh, things going on uh, that I'm doing that even if they do, I wouldn't see it because my attention is elsewhere, and I'm just trying to get that in control. Uh, I have a lot going on with my estate, with my home. I'm battling it out with my home insurance. Patricia, Patricia, let me ask you a question. I'm seeing uh, two younger people below you. Do you have children or grandchildren? Both. Now, why do I see children? Two? Why do I first of all see two? You have two two immediate okay. children. Yes, I actually have three children, um, and then uh, and then two grandchildren. It's the two grandchildren, which we you know that was a fresh vision for Neil, but I, I'm aware of the grandchildren, I remember. Yeah, I, I, I remember. You know, I'm just I, telling you from a vision. vision. Um, so you have two grandchildren, you have three children and and, and two grandchildren. Yes. She used to care for the grandchildren, just to let you know. Okay. Like she would, she had them in her custody. I don't think they're in her custody any longer. Now, are the, are the three kids two of one sex and one of the other? Like two boys, one girl, two girls, one boy? Correct. Two boys and one girl. Okay. Because I don't remember anything about these details except for what I'm saying right now. Okay. So there's going to be a man coming into your life. 
it, the vision of this man is he's carrying a bouquet of flowers. So that presents him as being a gentleman. And he believes in tradition. He's very polite. He's slow to anger. I don't even think he gets angry. Um, he's a church-going man. You know, he likes, he's spiritual. Mm. He's, he's open-minded, but he, he wouldn't, he, he likes church. But it's a, it's a, he's open-minded. He's not as strict, strict, strict about it. Um, right. He, he, he likes, he, it's funny because he likes to dress in a suit and tie. He likes to wear a tie. He's just that kind of a guy. Uh, he wears a little, he wears a hat. So he's like very uh, dapper. He's very chipper. He's, he's chipper, dapper. Um, you know, he's a gentleman though. Um, and I see this guy coming into your life. He comes out of somewhere that has some kind of convention to it either a uh, gathering place or a dance place or a church gathering, but he seems to come out of a gathering and he's signaled out. He's this man that steps out of a crowd and he's drawn to you. Mm. Uh, Does any of this make sense yet about this guy? Um, I... I would say so. I would say um, the spiritual um, gatherings. Um, I don't. I I've, I've been to a couple of gatherings um, here lately before the, the turn of the season here, um, but I can see that uh, meeting at a, at a gathering. So it yeah, it, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's what's coming up. It seems to be, I don't know, I would have to make the window between somewhere between now and springtime. I don't know specifically, okay. somewhere in that window. Um, I'm seeing finances that seem to be somewhere between whatever it means to you, and you can keep this private. It may not be a salary, but I'm seeing something between 50000 and 55000 I don't know what it means. It could be a savings. It could be a salary. It could be equity. I'm not sure. But does that figure make any sense to you? Yes. Can you can you share that? Um, no. <laughs> I thought you said to keep it private. I can keep it private. Um, no, no, no. Go ahead. Um. Well, I have heard um, the number 50,000 with this settlement um, that's going on. Uh, that, that, that number came up with, with the back and forth with the homeowner's insurance um, repairs that needs to be done in my home. So that number has come up. I've heard it. So it could be something they have, you know, that they put out. Um, and that's the only time I've heard of that 50000 Okay, well, the fact that you've heard it registers as being valid because it, it, even if it isn't going to happen, it's a valid statement towards financial gain of some kind. It may be specific, but at least it covers the heading of financial gain. So what we're getting so far is a man coming into your life by 
or before springtime and some money coming in that perhaps could be the result of the settlement. Okay. But you're going to have a dear friend, and I don't like to bring this news to you, but you're going to have a dear female friend who falls very sick. Mm. Um, it could be COVID or pneumonia. I don't want to go any further than that. And if you don't know of anyone in that category at the moment, I wouldn't worry about it right now. Let's just put out a prayer that it doesn't happen. It just came in. So I'm not sure how to place it on the accuracy level, but I thought I would share it with you. I don't want to dampen anything. I wouldn't worry about it right now. Uh, I would pay more attention to the other things I said. Yeah. So, so the image that came in around you uh, when you first called Patricia is for some reason, a crow or a raven, which is obviously not on topic, but crow or raven, can you give a story about a crow or raven? Are there crows or ravens in your vicinity? Um, I I, I can't. Um, No, I don't. I don't. I just don't resonate. I'm sorry? It doesn't resonate. I'm not sure what the crow um, or raven means. Do you, have bird, do you have birds like that in your area? Do you have, well, are there crows? Well, yeah, they, they, I mean, yeah, you know, from time to time, I would imagine that, you know, I, w- I would see one. Um, because crows and yeah. ravens. Are they ravens or crows in your area? There's different. They're different, but they're similar. They're crows. So you have crows in your area. Does everybody have crows in the area, Neil? I don't know. Well, they're common. They're common birds. They're common birds. They're so common that it's hard to say where they're not than where they are. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have no idea whether they're. She's in the south, so I I don't know. I don't know where they are. So you have them in your area. Hmm. I mean, seen them. you know, you you've seen them, but you don't pay much attention. You have no relationship. Right. It doesn't matter that you don't have a relationship with them. But I'm seeing a crow for some reason. I mean, and so we have to get into symbolism with the crow because well, she's not registering on it. Yeah, crows. You know, they're symbolic of many things. One, they're symbolic of crops, farming. Um, gardens, you know, where, where you grow things. Uh, crows, are, you're, they're usually in fields. They also consider, are considered to be in mythology birds of omens. Omens, that's what I'm saying. Um, not necessarily bad omens. Crows are very intelligent birds. Um, they're very crafty. They recognize humans who are nice to them and who are mean to them. And so there's a mm-hmm. sense of, uh, of, of intelligence now, what I'm getting from what Christian said, Christian, Christian, said, <laughs> Christian is, by the way, <laughs> uh, that, that the crow represents a plane flight. Are you planning any flight on a plane? Um, I'm, well, not on a plane. I'm thinking next year I, I want to go on a cruise, you know, on a vacation. I just need one. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> next so year sometime. We could, we could casually shift it over to a cruise because it's still, quote, sailing. You know, and um, so the crow could represent a sense 
of sailing, but mm-hmm. but so there could be a cruise. But but on that note, also when you mentioned a female getting sick, perhaps the crow is emblematic of the sick friend that is uh, coming, you know, or not coming into her life, but the but the event that mm-hmm. perhaps could happen. I that's my hunch personally. Mm. Anyone that's sick in your group of friends and family, circle of friends and family? No, no one is sick. Uh, well, my aunt has been off and on uh, sick, but that's my aunt. Um, and then I work, of course, I don't know if this is, uh, but to the crow. Uh, but, you know, I work in a health field. So uh, my patients, I'm always very close and in and, and um, oh, in person with to... them and I've I've lost a couple of patients. Well them. that I mean that's, the crow can symbolize Yeah. There you go. You work in a facility where patients die. Uh, like a hospital? Yeah, I've had yeah, yeah, I had a couple of the dying. So I'm so right there on them in you know, in person. I talk to them, I may feed them. I tell them I love them. I talk to them about God oh. if they're crying or, oh, you know, it. and I just, yes. That's I, I the crow. That's, them. The, that's the crow. That's okay, what it says. So, and that's the, that's the, uh, the subject like, of the manner of someone crossing over. Uh, I, I, I see now that it, what it means is that somebody that you've been accustomed to, you've already done it, and so it's just a, a slide of that kind of life going on for you. That's all that means. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yes, I've lost a couple. I mean, it is so ironic because it would be maybe the day before um, or a couple, you know, that I would be there with them and they would hug me. And um, one particular patient, I um, had a testimony to, and, and I gave that testimony and we were just so full in the spirit, you know, um, in that moment. We hugged and you know we prayed and and then I two days later I come in you know I probably was off work or whatever but a couple of days later they tell me you know oh she 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 passed she passed they said yeah she was she was in therapy she had a good day today uh, but later on that day she passed or that night and I'm thinking oh wow I I did tell her she was an angel we did express our love for the Lord um, and, and each other. And I, and I thank God that I, 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 met, I, I, I had the opportunity to engage in that earth angel. You know, I, I just thought, I, I thank God right then in that moment, you know. And so that's what I've been experiencing. I had a patient who just passed yesterday, but I was, the day before I was <laughs> feeding her. That's it. So that is it. That is it. Crows are, okay. ampl- I mean, crows can be a good luck charm. I mean, there's many different ways to interpret crow symbolism, but death okay. is certainly one of them. So that's why the crow came in. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. And I, my, my vibe was not that it was connected to flight or cruise. I mean, you know, it could fit in comfortably in that in that in that interpretation but I thought it was more related to what Neil picked up about sickness and Uh in fact 
sickness involved a death that just occurred yesterday. There was a death yesterday. That's the crow. Yesterday morning and that day before I was feeding her and I expressed I loved her. I just, I told her I loved her and she told me she loved me. And then I got into work because I worked the evening shift. So when I got in yesterday uh, and I I passed by that room and saw that she wasn't there and headed on up to the nurse's desk and they said, Patricia, she, she passed. And I said, no, oh, man. That's that hard. Morning. Yeah. That's, oh, God. That's the one. That's the one that's contacting you to uh, give his thanks. That's where that. Oh, wow. Yes. So now it's this. Now it's this. Okay. Mm. Well, Patricia, we've got other colors we have to move on to, but uh, hopefully, hopefully we've helped you a little bit in this brief amount of time we've shared. Always. Thank you both so much. Okay, I take care, folks. Thank you. Oh, take care. Thank you. Take care. Okay, we have 814 and 614. Okay. Hi, it's Amy. Hello. Hi, Amy. It is Amy. Hi. 771. Yes. I was calling in to see... Um, if you're getting around about time frame, I know time frames are iffy of when I will get a start date. They're working on the background check right now. Uh, immediately, I get December, but December, mid-December, but it could be later. I mean, you were right at the brink of December. I would imagine they'd start you prior to this, in December. But with the holiday and I don't know what kind of off days you have in government jobs, but I'm getting December initially. I don't know. Neil? What's the question? She's, she, so she got a job. Remember, she, got a, a, she works for um, the state, and she's in finance. And then she's, gonna, she's switching to another job in the state for the health department in finance. And so she was one of five, I think, candidates that yeah. were hired for She's hired, but she hasn't started, and she says she's going through the process of a background check and um, so on so on. But I'm saying that I'm getting this, like, mid-December. Yeah, in about two weeks. I agree. Oh, my God. Okay. So, you know, you already got the job. Your background check will be fine, and uh, then they'll want to, you know, put you on. So probably be on or before December 15th. Uh, I don't know. What, why? Are you worried about it? I just, I think my place of work is going to try to hold me up where I'm currently you, at. What do you mean? How can they hold you up if you're applying somewhere else? I mean, hold the transfer up longer than what it should be. How could how could you mean you mean that there's going to be a transfer within the department? No, it's from one department to another. But it's because under it's one. Because it's still a state job. So it's it's under one ceiling, but it's in different departments. Yes. And you're worried that your department will hold up the process and make it difficult for them to make the transition. 
yes. Why do you believe that? Because they don't have anybody in my job. Well, are they are they don't have anybody in your job? Well, are they hiring someone? Are they looking for people? No, they, no, they haven't posted it yet. So, well, 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 under what circumstances did you get hired in the other department? I mean, were those people eager to have you on? Yeah, it sounded like they were. I don't see a problem. I don't think. I think your worries are not reaching reality. I, I don't think they're going to keep you there. The other department okay. wants you there, and that's just too bad. I'll have to find somebody. They're not, the other department is not going to allow your current department to, no. to, to stop or postpone or delay your hiring. That's the way it works. So I don't think they have the power, and nor do, do I think that this new department will tolerate your current department from sabotaging or blocking them. I don't get that. Okay. I, I mean, maybe you're picking up something we don't know. I don't know, but I, I'm not getting that vibe. I don't think so. I mean, if you want to challenge our way of picking up a vibe, you're welcome to, but I'm not getting it. Okay, good. Yeah. Don't worry. You know, by mid-December, um, and I don't think they'll have trouble finding somebody to replace you. I don't see a, a big drama going on. Okay. So you may you may you may think in the cup in the up and coming days that there's difficulty or you hear something. I wouldn't worry about it. It'll okay. work out. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't think that, I mean, they're not connected. They're completely separate departments, and they're not going to say, well, we need to hold her here. I mean, you're a free will employee. They can't say, we're, we're, we're requiring her to stay, and she's not going to be allowed to start this new job because it's not an interdepartmental transfer. It's a completely separate separate entity, even though it's still under the heading of the state, Right. Yes. I mean, they yeah, can't say I can't start there, but they could say, well, due to operational needs, we need to keep her so much longer. They can't, you're an at-will employee. They can't keep you. I mean, as far as I understanding your contract with, I mean, in, in any, usually any, any job, unless there is a contract that states otherwise, you're an you're an at will employee, meaning that they're free to fire you or let you go, and you're free to leave at any time that you want. And because it's not interdepartmental, I mean, maybe if it was an interdepartmental transfer, there there would be a little bit more gray area it concerned. But this is completely you're leaving for a totally different job in a totally different department. It's not a transfer. So I think mid-December, mid and um, that's what I think. That's what I think. Okay. 
you know, don't guilt, don't let them guilt you into staying because you feel responsible for them not hiring. If they haven't hired or opened up, when did you notify them about the job that you were leaving? Um, they knew right when they called for a reference check. So they know. So when was that? Yeah. How long ago? That was um, the beginning of November, like that first Friday in November. But you hadn't gotten the job yet at the beginning of November, right? Yes. And then I got um, an email before Thanksgiving that that it was a verbal offer and that they would be contacting me for the background check. So they're aware with they're aware that you were looking for other work when they did the um when they did the reference check initially. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, they've had plenty of time. I mean, you weren't hired at that point, so they couldn't open up the job, but it's not your responsibility that they have not tried to seek another employee to fill your position. I mean, just leave. And if you're concerned, yes. I think you should talk to someone in the, de- I mean, ask, say, you know, you're doing a reference check. When, what date do you anticipate I'm going to start this job? Or not reference check, background check. That, that doesn't take that long to complete. That's like no more than three days. They're going to get that. I mean, the reference check is going to be fast. Okay. I mean, or I'm sorry, background check, background check. I mean, that's all done by, that's digital. So they're going to get the information on your background in instant, instantaneously, essentially. So if you're concerned, I would reach out to them and ask when they anticipate you're going to start. But like we said, we're seeing the December. Okay. Okay. Did you follow us, by the way? Yes. We really appreciate it, Amy. No, thank you. You know, as far as the verbal uh, the verbal promise goes, are you saying that there's other more legitimate ways to solidify a job change? No, they they said that they would be sending the formal job offer. Yeah, I wouldn't worry. They they said they would be sending it. In your estimation, is that has there been a delay since they've said that? No, I don't know if the holidays are what is taking a little bit longer than normal. Well, I mean, you know, under under all normal circumstances, you could in, ask the potential employer, when am I expecting to receive the formal yeah, I'm eager to start. I'm eager to start. That's what I would say. Yep. I agree. Okay, I will contact them then. Yeah, you have every right to, and if you and if you say you're very eager to start, I mean they're they're going to be impressed with that. If you let it slide, they may think you're not really attentive. I mean, it could backfire. Yeah. Up if you don't. Step up to the plate. So okay, I, you know, I will do that. Yeah. Yeah, do that. 
I will email them this afternoon. Yeah, let us know. Okay, I will. Okay, Amy, good luck. Thank you. Uh, you could also call them. I mean, email is a little bit, you know, you wait for a response, but if you get someone on the phone, you you have a little bit more, uh, you know, you're going to get a, more of a direct answer. Is it possible to call? Yeah, I can, so more, yeah. Yeah, I would call. I, not more of a direct answer, but more of an immediate answer. I'm using our terminology. You'll get a more immediate answer. Email, then you're going to be sitting and waiting for them to email you back, and you're going to be anxious about that. I would call. Call, get someone who's okay. in charge on the phone, and, and ask. Okay. Okay. Good luck. Let us know. Okay, I will. Okay, take care. Okay, you too. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, we have 614 on the line. Hi. Hi, can you guys hear me? Hear me? Okay. We can hear you, yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, this is Filson. Yeah, I, I don't know if you remember me. Yeah, mm-hmm. so of course. Filson, F-I-L-S-A-N. Filson, Filson, Filson. Okay, so it's in 512.94, so 512.1994, and the last time we talked, you were starting massage therapy school, going to Hawaii, planning a vacation, or wanting to go, okay. Yeah. But you have some other questions today, or maybe questions pertaining to that? No other questions. It's, it's it's connected to that, but um, I tried to apply and uh, I tried to register for classes um, starting January, uh, and I came up against a, a bit of a brick because I mean we don't I don't know how hard it will be to remove the obstacle, but there's like a suspension on my financial aid um, because the last time that I attended that college. It was in 2013, 10 years ago, around 10 years ago. Um, and I stopped taking classes. I stopped going to classes after about a week or two of taking classes because I was developed. I developed like agoraphobia and started having panic attacks at that time. So um, I just stopped going to classes. Um, and so because of that, there's suspension. So now I'm filing like an appeal and just trying to look for um information and proof about what I was going through at the time and counselors and stuff like that. But I ran into some information that actually has um, debt. Like, um, basically, I owe the Social Security Administration money, according to them. I think it's incorrect, but it's just stressing me out because it's a good amount of money um, that they want me to pay back. Um, so can I interrupt you? I'm, can I interrupt you just real quick? I, and then you go ahead. I'm, but is this due to like the them not taking the correct amount of funds out of paychecks that you've had, or what? What? At the time, I was going to work for most of the period. I was going to work, but I would like let them know. I was supposed to let them know how much money I was making um, at the job every month, and then if based on that amount is how they would calculate how much they would give me in addition to that. 
Oh, I'm confused. So were you getting like finance, uh, like, like aid from social security administration and. I was, yeah. That's what it is. So it wasn't about withdrawing the wrong amount of money from your checks. It's that you were getting aid and you weren't reporting your income correctly. Oh boy. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think it was so tedious, like every month for, for at the time, not now it's not a big deal, but cause I'm grown and matured, but at the time it felt like it was tedious every month to go and, um, give them paychecks, pay stubs. Um, when, I mean, it's not that I, they could just look it up how much I was making. That's what I was thinking. So, and it never seemed like an issue at the time. Um, right. I didn't ever receive any letters about that. I mean, ten, like now, years later, I look back and they say I have a payment that's like, yeah, that I won't overpay. So, so it's just stressing me out right now. I'm on like I'm gonna go to the Social Security Administration to to find out what's going on with them. But intuitively, do you guys pick up on anything? Um, and I'm also have other debt in other areas like credit card debt. So I'm kind of really frustrated. And also, I just left the. I just ended a relationship that was unfortunately really negative in my life. Um, so it's kind that of, was, I feel I like, that's yeah. that guy that you were with, right? That we were talking about the guy you were with that wanted threesomes. I remember everything, right. not everything, but I remember a lot. Is that the guy you're talking about or was there another relationship? No, it was that one. And that was the one that actually put me in credit that throughout during which I accumulated credit card debt very foolishly. And I regret it. Um, but now I'm just kind of stressed out. So I was wondering if you guys could pick up any, on anything, anything so with, hopeful. I, I, you know, initially I got a figure of $3,000. I don't know if that resonates with anything, but then like credit card debt, I'm looking at like 15, something around 15,000, 10 to 15,000. I know that's kind of a range. It, in, it, does, do any of those figures make sense to you or fit in with what you might owe? With the with the um I don't with the um the credit card debt right now is about three thousand it started off as that was the number okay. um so I think that's what that was but with the social security it's around six 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 and a half six six thousand yeah so together it's nine we're kind of I mean we're at we're almost at ten thousand dollars but the social so the three thousand dollar figure was accurate, but it doesn't relate to the social security. It relates to your credit card debt. I mean, that's, that was right on 6,000 is your social security debt. Um, do they have to attach your wages for you to pay it off? I mean, I would imagine that's what they're going to do because they're probably not going to be like, well, you know, we'll forgive this. Unfortunately. I don't know how that's the thing is like, I don't know how they came up with that number because I used to go to the social security. I, I, there was some time that I, um, that I was able to go and report my monthly wages, but it's like based on the wages, I don't think I was making much for them to actually for to them to, for them to say that I overpaid. I, the only thing that I can understand that would justify this is that I didn't report it out at all, and I feel like that could if that's the issue, it could be solved by simply like going back and seeing how much money that I did make and what you reported. I don't believe I, I I don't accurately believe like if I actually accurately if they accurately look at how much I was making that they overpaid me anything. That makes sense, but yeah, I, I don't know. Sense. 
So you have to go there and try to resolve this and see if you can get them to see that you actually accurately reported or there was an accurate reflection, whether you reported or not, of what you made and what they're saying you owe is not congruent with what you made and what they paid. Right. But it's just the whole thing is shocking. It's shocking. And I'm just, obviously, I need to do better because usually when things stress me out, I avoid them, and it always gets worse when I'm reading hard things. Yeah. And that's just a tendency of mine. And I have to yeah, well, stop that. well, it sounds like you're going to address it. I mean, you, you, you're saying you're planning to go to the Social Security Administration. And, and yeah. so that's good. I mean, you're not avoiding it in that case. If you really plan to go there, I would recommend doing it and trying to figure out, you know, what the math is as far as what you owe. You have something to say, Neil. No, I agree with you, basically. You know, don't avoid it. Uh, I would, the sooner you move into this and show some proactive measures, uh, the sooner it it will be behind you. I I don't think there's going to be much of a problem. They may uh, challenge a little bit and work with the figures differently than you, but it will all come out okay and you'll have it settled. So. Yeah. You know, what would be your next step? What would you, what could you do proactively? What would be your next step? You know, just budget and depending on, you know, try my best to get this situated to the best of my ability. And then after that, if there's still money that I owe, then just budget, I guess, and work more. There isn't much option. Yeah, there are steps left undone on your part. Get those done. And um, everything should turn out pretty much in your favor, or at least in in your evaluation of how it should result. But I would do all the steps necessary now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. This is brought, it, yeah. Go ahead. The stress will kill you more. The kill you before anything else does in life. Unfortunately, I just need to like meditate and relax. But thank you guys for the advice and the help. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, don't let the stress overwhelm you. You know, stress is something that's immediately threatening your life. This is not life threatening. It's not a matter of life and death. You're not suffocating. So you got to reduce the stress level she's, and just be local. Right. I, I mean, I, I. But she's also concerned about survival and money. That's you know. So that's why she's yeah, stressed. They're, they're important matters, but but they're not life-threatening. It's not a life-threatening situation. No, I mean she's not going to die. So you got to adjust your stress level. So you said meditate. That's good. But then activate. Right. It's a quality of life issue, though. You know, it's a quality of life issue. So, I mean, obviously, you've got to kind of address it. You're planning to do that. And hopefully, hopefully, there there's maybe an error that can be fixed. $3,000 of credit card debt is not, I mean, if we erase the six, $3,000 of credit card debt is not going to be insurmountable. But you want to 
I would suggest, um, I don't know if you're paying a high interest rate. Are you paying a high interest rate on that credit card debt? No. No? No. Okay. Well, um, then I guess you're okay. 3000 3000 yeah, it's not that much. But probably income, proportionate to her income, it's probably, you it know. It may seem overwhelming, but, a lot. you know. I think it's all going to be okay. Just uh, do what you do. What you have to do. Activate it. Meditate. Activate. And uh, this should all be resolved very, very soon now. Okay. Thank you. May you be blessed with abundance and financial prosperity. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. Take care. Keep us posted. Okay. Please do. Please do let us know what happens with Social Security, okay? Give us a call. Okay. Okay. She's, okay. It was a long pause. I thought she dropped. But anyway, yeah, do let us know when you find out because then we can move forward from that point. Okay. So, you know, um, for, uh, for all other callers, you know, I just want to stress again that, that we, do, we do pay for this show personally to keep it on the air. And uh, it's an expense to us. It's a $400. $400. Yeah. And, you know, we don't demand anything from anybody, but always we, we appreciate and accept donations. So if any of you out there feel inclined to, Donate to the show. Reach out to our Facebook page and ask for the donation link because I don't post that on mine. Yeah, and that will reduce our stress level so that we can give proper readings. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. If we don't get donations, we're just going to lose it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, every everybody at this time of the year, seeks donations. I right. Mean, it it really, everybody. God, it, Giving Tuesday, you know, there's this, it's, I don't know when it started. It's a thing called Giving Tuesday. Have you heard of it? No. Giving Tuesday. So all the charities, I mean, if you are on any email list, boy, I had to delete a boatload of emails yesterday. I mean, and I do donate regularly on a monthly basis to uh, different charities. And we do, you do um, as well, but you do it by mail. I do it by, you know, digital because I'm more connected to the internet than you. I keep snails well employed. <laughs> yeah, and, and ponies. And ponies. Ponies. Yeah. Um, but, but God, I mean, it's, everybody was asking for money yesterday. Everyone. It's like, you know, when you donate to charities, it's it's difficult because, you know, sometimes I'll make a single donation, you know, one-time donation. But like I said, I do, I am on I, on several charities' monthly donation schedule. And then when you're bombarded with all these requests and we're bombarded in mail, we're bombarded by mail for those requests, um, it's overwhelming. Anyway, so I don't know. Giving Tuesday originated from Tuesday, Tuesday. Uh, no, that? that's Monday, Monday. No, there's another mm-hmm. one. There's another one. Tuesday. I think the Rolling Stones did it. But anyways, 
that's not the point. You know, and what they do, especially these animal donations, they yes. send along pamphlets of suffering animals, and they give <sighs> details as to how urgent it is. And so you can give a donation, and a week later they're they're asking for another one. Right. I mean, the paper so, amount of paper waste is really terrible because it impacts the environment. Yeah. And it is it is tragic what's going. And I mean, they're legitimate. They, you know, they, they're not. Most of them are not doing it because the administration wants to pad their pockets. They are, they are, most of them are legitimate. Uh, and, and they need the work and they need the money and they need the support. So, you know, in that, that's a matter of life and death, not just uh, comfort or paying the bills. And it goes with human beings as well, of course. Um, and starving human beings across the planet and suffering. I mean, we live in a we live in a world that is constantly in need. The, and now the planet is in need of help. It's just not the inhabitants of the planet. The planet itself is pleading to be kept alive. I was just reading recently the um, ending of the time machine. And those of you who are listening, you should at least, if you don't read the whole book, read the last two chapters. It's really frightening what H.G. Wells came up with um, as a 29-year-old man uh, when he wrote that book and what he foresaw, foresaw in his description was so somewhat accurate in terms of what it would feel like to be in a time machine, a, a construction of metal and, and um, an apparatus, if you will, that he, that he reclined in or sat in that and the sensation that he felt in traveling through time and seeing how the world uh, changed every time he made a stop. A brilliant, brilliant, brilliant description. But at the end of the book, he, he goes tens of thousands and thousands and thousands of years into the future. And the way he views the earth at the end is just terrifying. However, uh, there's an epilogue where one of his friends consoles himself over the matter that he could sort of neglect that bleak future and just think about the time he's living in and hope that there might be comfort uh, and things could change. But it's it's a powerful book. I think most people know it by the movie or the TV series. But again, look up. H.G. Wells' original words, um, maybe it might wake some of, you, some of you up about how we have to take care of this planet and the creatures and the human beings on it. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're getting towards the end of time, of, time, <laughs> of our time, but also we're get, getting towards the end of the year. We're entering a, a new year, 2023. That alone becomes a seven, which is, gives us some hope. Sevens are nice. I mean, we've had 2022 in numerology as a six, six. and we've certainly been uh, com- uh, compacted or not compacted, but um, impacted. impacted. <laughs> Impact. Compacted. You know, I was, I was, I was five foot three 
at the beginning of the year, but you know, yeah. suddenly I, I'm 4'11". 4'11". Yeah, well, it's, it's very interesting. interesting. It, it deals with chakras. I don't know. <laughs> <think about that. laughs> uh, but it, it, we have been impacted oh, in Jennifer. 2022 by, uh, by, by strong visions of how we have to take care of this planet. And Let's it's, get over to Jennifer. It's, Hopefully 2023 will be a spiritual year just by sheer number evaluation alone. Goodbye, Ruby Tuesday. Goodbye, Ruby yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. 519. Hello. Hi. I uh, thank you for this spiritual. Like next year to be a spiritual year would be very good. But why don't you put your donation link on your show description page? Um, because it's my pay, it's my email address. I don't want to give that out. You can make one up that says dot me dot something. Really? Yeah, so PayPal will give you a link that isn't your email address. Oh. Oh, who knew? Okay. <laughs> I did. You did. But that's not why I'm calling. <laughs> no, I didn't think so. so. I know we only have five minutes left, but my youngest son just got accepted to um, – I'm having him write the SAT on Saturday because we're in a different country. But I thought if, in case the U.S. schools want him, um, he should have that available. Um, but he did get an early acceptance to be uh, into a, um aeronautical engineering program. Do you see him staying in Canada, or do you see him maybe going to the U.S.? Is it worthwhile him doing the SAT? I would encourage him to do the SAT, actually. Uh, is it a cost? Yes, you have to pay for it. It's, it's not very much. It's like 65 bucks. Okay, I would say to do it. Why not? I mean, it opens options. What's his birthday? But September 6, 2005. No. Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm wrong. September 9th, 2005. Oh. That makes a difference. Yeah, that would have been 15. Yeah, my other son's September 6th. 2245. 18, 19, 25, 7. Yeah, he's a. Well, this is a good year for him because it's a 7. I knew our kid wasn't a 4. Ugh. He's a seven. It's a good year. He's got very strong uh, numbers in his month and days. He's got a good deal going there. Of course he should take the test. Now, if you're saying, will he be accepted, uh, is he residing in Canada now? Yes. Well, your problem... She's on the border of the United States. So you're like 10 minutes from Michigan, right? 15? Yeah. 10 minutes from Michigan. Um, he plays football as well, and there was a school uh, that was interested in him for football, but I don't think they've got um, an aeronautical engineering program, but they are very math. He's, uh, he's not 22, he's 17. He's 17. 17. He's 17, he's in high school still, so. so he's flying for colleges. Well, he's 17. Um, he's his karmic number is 25, so that's three years beyond the multiple of seven. And right now, his age 
is three years beyond a multiple of seven. However, he's going to be 18 years old, which is the accumulation of his month and day. So he's, I mean, in a year, that will be when he essentially starts school. Yeah. Right. So with some kind of, you know. Could be a change. Code. He could, he could be, a, he could have to cross the border. I mean, we're in a category that, that it's not out of the land, Mark. It, it's within the energy. We can't really accurately predict it yet. We could only say that it's not a given that he won't be leaving. Um, there's a possibility he could be. Yeah, he would have to get a scholarship, though. It's expensive there. Well, you know, we're, we're only surmising. We're only trying to conclude what the possibilities are. I mean, he doesn't really make a big change until 25. That 18 could amount to him being accepted uh, in Canada. I wouldn't worry about that right now. I'd have him do the, the test. Well, he has been accepted in Canada already, right? He has, He's been yeah, he got an early acceptance. Yeah. yeah, so he hasn't oh, accepted. Then I, then there's no worry. Let him stay there. You don't think she should take the test? I mean, he... he well, he should take the test and open up his options, but yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. He's got a backup plan. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I know it's the end of the show. Thank you for all you that you do. Yeah. Thank you, okay, Jennifer. Jennifer. Bye. Bye. Okay, we're out of time. Uh, back on the air Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. We will speak with you then. Bye-bye.